Grimley's. We are back in the basement. Here we go. This is where we belong, Jim. It really is. I miss being in person. I mean, the virtuals after we had not done it for a while. And the ad- the altitude. I almost did the, the attitude adjustment joke. Sure that was a great joke you had. I felt like... You uh, an altitude adjustment. I felt like you mentioned your altitude and how it was affecting the performance of the podcast. But I think we did pretty well. Great episode. A lot of fun. Um, and I, got, I know we got a good one this week. Episode Richard Dent. I know that we lean heavily on the 85 Bears, but if it's episode 95, you got to mention the MVP of the greatest game of all time. I couldn't even think of a number 95 uh, besides him. The only other thing I can think of is uh, working 9 to 5. Oh, it's a tough gig. Little Lily Tomlin. Absolutely. Dolly Parton. Little Dolly Parton. Great movie. Great song that came out of it. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. So here we are hurtling towards October 3rd. Why don't you uh, tell the Brims where they can get tickets? Because you can go buy tickets now, and I hope that they go quickly. Yeah, here we go. Uh, the Live 100th, again, uh, a big thanks to Pat McGann for all the work you put in on this, buddy, because we are doing number 100 on uh, October 3rd at 4 p.m. at Zany's in Old Town, Chicago. That's right. Uh, such a great historic venue. Small venue, so make sure you get your tickets fast, and you can get your tickets from a fantastic organization that we're partnering with for this event. Uh, proceeds from this event are going to our friends at Danny Did, which is a great organization. You can go to dannydid.org. That is Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, D-I-Did. I can't even say that right. Danny, <laughs> D-A-N-N-Y, D-I-D.org. Dannydid.org for your tickets. You want to tell us a little bit about the organization? Well, they are uh, great friends of mine. I've been doing work with them um, for a while, but the relationship goes back to college or high school. I mean, I'm Mary Eileen Murtaugh, who uh, is Danny's aunt, is a, a very close friend of mine. And, um, and then at UD, I met his uncle, Tom Stanton. Mm-hmm. And um, the Stanton family just been incredible to me. They had a very, uh, you know, you can't even say it, right? Devastating. Yeah. Uh, loss and um, they've made the most out of it. They've they've done. They've pivoted. You know, turned into it. How can we do something for other families uh, so they can avoid, um, you know, same personal pitfalls. tragedy? And they do great things for families affected by epilepsy, um, in particular, trying to get ahead of SUDEP and eliminating this terrible thing that um, I don't think a lot of people even know about. You know, agreed. So, been doing stuff with them for years. Uh, very excited to be partnering w- with them on this. Go to their website, dannydid.org. Pick up some tickets for the live recording. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a guest. We're going to have some games. It's yeah. four o'clock on a Sunday. We'll have you out of there by five thirty. I mean, will we? I don't. It's going to be super easy. They've got a seven. We'll have them out of there by six. It's an easy evening for you. You know uh, how organized we are. That's it. Proceeds go to a great cause. I know I joined up with them about a year and a half ago toward the beginning of the pandemic. I started working with them as well. Um, and uh, just great work they do. And we're thrilled to be able to be live with you, uh, but to be able to do this with the proceeds benefiting a cause, that means a lot to us. So dannydid.org. And you're hosting uh, Hearts and Hugs. I am. I'm, uh, I'm just 11th. doing a set for them on September 11th at their Hearts and Hugs event in Chicago. So uh, definitely check that out as well. But grab those tickets at dannydid.org. No comps. Don't be asking us any BS like that. This is all going to a good cause. Let's, Who's uh, asking for comps? There's always people asking for comps. Get out of here. We're raising some funds. Very limited tickets. Go pick them up. They're going to be live this morning once this podcast is released. DannyDid.org.
It's going to be interesting doing a live one of the, these. We got to pay know? attention. We got to talk to each other. Kind of meander down here in the basement and <laughs> ramble about nonsense. And now we got to do it in front of everyone. Yeah, we just lost to your son at a, at a pickup basketball game. How old is Luke nowadays? Doesn't matter how old he is. Six? He beat us, and we have to just put his age out of mind and pick up the win next time we face him. I mean, it's... he's got a mouth. It's pretty embarrassing. He talks a lot of smack. He's definitely a McGann. No, he's, he's six. He's out there. He's... Come on. He's working on his jumper. He's working on his game. Got to build him up. You came in there. You knocked me out. You got to utilize the new mini hoop. It was great. <laughs> yeah, that hoop is... Oh, man. Your what, starter hoop until we, get the, uh, until we get the saga concluded. What a story. Um, all right, so where have you been, man? Oh, uh, simple. I was at a festival in Iowa this weekend, uh, Davenport. I barely even left the state. I was on the road. It was fun. Thanks to everyone in Davenport and at the uh, Alternating Currents uh, Festival. It was pretty badass, though. It was uh, it's like music and, and comedy, and they had wrestling and drag shows and just like all did kinds of Did you build this festival? I did. Not. Sounds like you planned <laughs> and it. And baseball cards, <laughs> and we kayaked the mighty Mississippi. And you couldn't get in if you didn't have a jeans on and hit a ride your bike through the gate and then then you get hit by a car oh it was fantastic it was a Sounds blast like your brainchild here what a terrible weekend just to be a drunk in iowa city that wants some peace and quiet though what's you know? the name of the festival alternating currents oh wow that is uh that sounds like something that should that is not taking place in iowa <laughs> it really does it was mostly outdoor, which obviously is very good with everything going on right now, but terrible weather wise. Um, it was great, but it's just like you, I mean, every bar in Davenport just had something going on. So imagine your local haunts that you like to go to and just have a quiet evening of drunken solitude in your home so city it, of Davenport and just boom, comedy, band, wrestling, everything. Was it spread out or was it all spread out throughout the roped off? Oh, so it wasn't like. You know, you got it fenced off like Here's people just wandering by, walking in the middle of jokes going, oh, what's going on over there? But people would stick around and enjoy it. It was a blast. It was a great time. The hangs are great at these festivals. That's the other thing. Yeah. It's just getting out with like a, a group of comics and ton of Chicago folks there. Uh, Jimmy Roberson, Blake Burkhart, Rebecca Gibson, Joe Fernandez. So it was like a lot oh, of that's pals. Fun. Yeah, it was a great hang. Um, just four sets over two nights. It was a good time. Nice, dude. I feel like I'm on the road, and then I hear about Pat McGann's last week and a half. No, I've been traveling a ton, but I do like the um, the uh, festival scene and just being around, you know, other comics you and having that uh, that atmosphere. You know, little camaraderie. I like the. I like that. Have you have you spent much time in the Quad Cities? No. Well, I have. Yeah, enough. I mean, I can't tell them apart. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they no all can. look very similar really to me. Those they're, they're identical. Those quads. Absolutely. I love the, uh, isn't Davenport like a couch too? Like a term for like a, I never used that term. Mm -mm. Is that a Midwest thing? Or? I think it is a Davenport. Yeah. A Davenport is a couch. It is a couch, like a big full sofa. Couch. So you were in Sofa, Iowa? I sure was. You were in the couch? Mm-hmm. And then Bettendorf is another word for uh, recliner, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And then Moline is another word for ottoman. <laughs> and then uh, no one knows what a rock island is. Well, that would be the, the where you serve dinner. <laughs> little, on the, little countertop with granite atop it. The granite island. I think that's the one. Um, they do a weird thing in Quad Cities that everyone there is very proud of that I don't care for. It, it's fine. They have a Quad City-style pizza. And, you know, everyone makes it their own. Like, everyone has their own pizza now, and they're all coming for the king. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're from Chicago, or you're from New York, and you go, to, oh, we got our own, we got Detroit-style pizza now, which if you've had that, it's just like, 
It's like a pan. Is it just it's, sauce with like it, some cheese on it's it? It's like mostly bread. It's like, it's some, oh, is it? It's like, it's oh, like yeah, garlic yeah. bread with cheese and sauce on the top of it there. Um, this I have is, heard Detroit pizza though. People do talk about De- it's, it's. It's solid. It's, I mean, it's, it's its own thing. Like it's original, right? Yeah, it's like a pan pizza, but in like a rectangular pan. Okay. You know what I mean? And cut into squares. So, I mean, you can't bash it. It's very, very good. They just got voted like best pizza in the U.S. by someone who has no idea what they're talking about. But <laughs> some website or someone was trying to get some clicks and voted like Detroit the best pizza. Um, it's good, but is it the best pizza? I don't, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. I don't, I mean, you're not going to get me to say that. Mm-mm. I don't enjoy anything that's not made within driving distance of my house. <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, I really don't. And we get like people judge us based on uh, deep dish, which is obviously not what Chicago's about, right? We've talked about that tavern styles where it's at, the round cut into little squares. That's more of a Chicago thing for your day to day than the uh, the deep dish. Um, what what Quad Cities does, and and they're like uh, ingredients under the cheese, which I'm already uh, it's iffy. Um, but they, it's a round pizza, right? And then they cut it down the middle, and then they cut strips. So they cut it like long ways. So if you're if it's staring at you, they sure. cut one cut north to south and then east to west, they just go strips along it. So you get like a long yeah, it's like, like a Charleston shoe of pizza. Yeah, it's like it really is. Just a stick? Yeah, I don't care for it. It's it's pizza bread. It's pizza bread. It's a pizza that they turn into pizza bread. Yeah, that's an appetizer. It, it's, a, it's absolutely an appetizer. It's not a pizza. It's pizza bread. And then they're just like it sounds like a mistake that they just Someone stubborn up. to admit. Yeah, and someone just didn't know how to cut you pizza. You didn't cut the other? Well, that's how we cut it here. We just we just cut one half, one way. What do you mean here? I mean in all these four <laughs> cities that are in two different states. That's how we do it here. That's how much coverage we have. Chicago is one city who likes their pizza that way. We've got four of them. I never understood how they're all on the same page to be the Quad Cities. They're different states. They're their own cities. <laughs> What's the pecking order of the Quad Cities? That's what I want to know. In my opinion, Davenport's the coolest, right? Because they're Davenport's the only one, one who legitimately has furniture named after them, right? <laughs> yeah. They're the only one that has buildings. Yeah. And, it, and it's beautiful. It's right on the Mississippi River. I mean, it's a, it's a very nice little downtown. Aren't all area. of them? Yeah, they are, which is probably why they're, <laughs> the four of them are grouped together as the Quad Cities. <laughs> That's a, that's a misleading thing, too, though, when you're like, oh, that's all the way in Bettendorf, and people say that. And I like Google it, and I'm like, that's nine blocks from here. What do you mean all the way in Bettendorf? Wouldn't there be a benefit to merging the Quad Cities into the, the Twin Cities? Probably, but I feel like there's some sort of feud, like a like Fleet Farm and Farm and Fleet, you know what I mean, where yeah. someone said something about someone and they can't <laughs> band together after all that. There's something about the Midwest Cities that I have to like get... Another city. With, uh, we were the twin cities. Oh yeah, well, we're we're four. We have quad cities. We're, we're. It's like okay, all right. It's like a buying group. They're so, like, <laughs> we get one Costco membership for all four of us. That's what we're gonna do. No one wants to come to St. Paul, or to Minneapolis. But <laughs> you put them together. We tell everyone that we're the twin cities. People will come to both. I mean, you cannot um, grow up there without those inner rivalries, right? I'd have to so think I'm so. Sure, like you know people from there, yeah. do they say like, uh, I guess they must say they're from the Quad Cities, but wouldn't you be like, no, I'm from, dude, I'm from Bettendorf. I'm f- yeah. And like Moline people are like, Bettendorf, these yokels, their Iowa background. Bettendorf is, sounds like such a made up word. It's Stevendorf's brother. They're both, one was an actor <laughs> and one was a city. Stevendorf and Bettendorf. It's a great name. I love saying the word, but yeah, I've never uh, spent significant time there. Um, 
I love that it's uh, that they're having these festivals. Yeah, there's like a little revival going on in the downtown Davenport area. A lot of cool bars and stuff, and it's just like, oh, this is awesome. If you didn't live so far away from everything else, this would be really cool. You know, it's a great area. Like you're right on the water. I could not get anyone to kayak with me on the Mississippi, which. Yeah, might have been for the best, but uh, wherever you go now, too, you're like look at it differently. You're like, oh my gosh, like this is so nice. Yeah, it's peaceful. There's <laughs> land. I can be outside. Yeah, I'm gonna move here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I felt going to Colorado. Yeah, so- go out there, and it's like, what's the downside of living here? Like, it's beautiful. Um, the scenery is like part of like. The cost of going there, I yeah. feel like you, it's like I'm getting my money's worth just walking around. Are you a, are you good at driving in the mountains? Uh, I just go for it. Man. It's it is an adjustment. I drove to Vale from Denver. No, thank you. And then I drove down the mountain. Come on, from Vale down into Denver um, with you know we had it was Sarah and I and uh, Lindsay who runs a tour and her friend and. Um, you know, they had like the runaway truck. Yeah, that's wraps the and, scariest thing in I the mean, world. I mean, it is like, oh, wow, back to the fundamentals. Like they almost should like pull you over. And, like, you know where you're headed? You're going up this mountain. There's yeah, going to be, because we were laughing about it. It's like, you know, when you get off sometimes on the highway around here, you're like, oh, 30 miles per hour on the ramp. <laughs> I got like, this. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. 30 on the ramp. You see 30 miles per hour on the ramp there. And then all Oof. of a sudden you're, you're on two wheels it's, going sideways on the mountain. I don't care for it. I think I've told you the story that I was, uh, one time I had to drive on a mountain. I was in Blowing Rock, North Carolina, and I had no idea that I was going to be driving on a mountain. I had like this tiny little rental car. It was pouring. Oh, it was I remember. Night. Yeah, yeah. And like cars were passing me, like, like, like just taking their chances with oncoming traffic coming down the mountain. Just like, let's just, just anything to not be behind this idiot. It was going 15 miles an hour on a mountain. You're like, I'm from a flat area. <laughs> this is, pet- I am petrified. I've never driven up before. Yeah, it's it is different, and um, this was a funny story. You know, our friends were out there, um, and one of my buddies saw. He was said he was on a hike, mm-hmm. um, and he saw this kid running down the mountain, like nailing it, like his footwork. You know, any he's like, I think the kid's gonna take a dive. Yeah, you know, roll over, getting um, you know the rash and just be torn up by the mountain. Jesus. And then here comes. This other guy running behind him, who must be his dad. So my buddy like finishes a hike. They go out to dinner, and they're there, the father and son. And they got to talking. He's like, oh, yeah, we do that every day. And he's like, you must. He's like, it was like seeing the kid out of Jungle Book, like Mountain Boy. <laughs> like he yeah. was, because to his point, you know, when you, when you go out there, you're like, wow, can you imagine living out here? Well, he was, he's like, you know, it's a major adjustment for kids too. Like, you, you know, go, you go on a hike, there's 30 foot drops, 40 yeah. foot drops. Like that stuff happens all the time where kids get hurt or our kids aren't used to that. They oh. don't think that it's dangerous probably. Or, right. You're on your phone walking around out there. Yeah. And this other couple, Jimmy uh, and Emily, good mm-hmm. friends of ours, they went on this hike um, in Golden up to this table mountain. Like, dude, this thing was lurking over the whole time we were there we, okay. we kind of stayed in there golden when we did red rocks it's just so beautiful out there but they cut through this residential area my buddy said and they got on this trail this guy had suggested it at their hotel and they hiked up this he's like dude if i knew what i was getting into i mean it was significant it took that's a couple scary. hours like legit and then you're like hike. i gotta get back down and that's what he was telling me so getting back down 
he's like, dude, I, I watch a lot of like survival stuff. And he's like, and I was telling Emily, pay attention because most of the bad stuff happens on the descent. Really? The majority of, you know, and it makes sense, right? When you think about it, I don't yeah. think I would be thinking about it in the moment, but your guards down, you feel like you made the accomplishment. You're done. You're kind of yeah. ment- mentally checked out. You don't you focus as much. So most of the bad shit, you know, just on the way down when you think you got this and it's easy and you step on the wrong rock and, and that's what happened to him. That's what happened to him. He slipped and Emily kept going. And then he, um, his hand was stuck for like an hour and then he just ate his hand. She chewed his hand up. Well, he cut it off with a, sure. With a, he had, yep. he had no, a, I'm from, I saw, I saw the knife. documentary on this. Yeah. He had a dull knife in his pocket. It's like, dude, that one guy waited 27 hours. Ugh, not He's Jimmy. Like, it was five minutes. She was around the corner. <laughs> She didn't hear me. Like, wait I'm up, hungry. wait up. And then he just, you know, chewed Starts. it. What did the guy, chew it or cut it? He's, I think he cut it off. He cut it. I think he cut it off. I wanted something chewed for that for, for some reason. <laughs> Do you, uh, like, can you, this residential mountain they climbed, is there, are there roads there? Could they have Ubered down? Is this, is this so narrow that they could? No, 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 no. There's, it's a trail. And there's no one else. Like... That's the other thing, you know, you got your phones dying, you're not paying attention, you know, but the, it's popular enough. There were a couple times that we looked up there and you could see people. Okay. Um, but I just you're feel like, like some- it's like seeing someone in the Sears tower, um, window. Yeah. Except they're outside and there's no <laughs> ledge. Right. There's no fence around the ledge. There's no, it, that's what's crazy. It's like, there's no, just allowed to do that. That's it. There's gotta be like, I don't know. I just feel like there's got to be all these calls to 911 and, you know, emergency. Just like, well, what the hell are you doing up there? You could just not go there. You ever think about that? Yeah. I mean, you saw that too, like when you went up to Vail, like the helicopter pads on top of buildings, you know, just to probably evacuate people out of there and getting them off the mountain. You're always getting people off the mountain. It's yeah. like cliffhanger, you know, when they go up there. It's terrifying. But, dude, we had a good time with, um, with Jim and Emily. We went to um, Golden. Dude, Golden, Colorado, it's like being like in the Wild West. This is where Coors is made, is is that correct? Exactly where Coors is. Dude, I want to tell you this. So we went tubing in the river that you go, and there's a little bit of white water. You're not tubing. What are you? Yeah, I guess it's tubing. Because we're not like white water rafting. Yeah, we're in inner tubes. No vest, no helmet, which maybe you should have a helmet on. They did have them there. I mean, there are random rocks and Mm -hmm. you spin around and you kind of miss, you know. You have no idea. You, you kind of, it's like the objects in the mirror are closer to you. Like, oh, we're good. That rock's good. We're going to spin back around then. Boom. Whoa. Then you're on it. That's crazy. So there is some of that. But dude, we were in the river that oh, goes thanks. into like the collecting basins or whatever you call them. Of course, we were in the Coors ingredients. No, thank you. My ass was dipped in. If you get a, I don't know if they'll put it in Coors Light, but if you Probably get a not. banquet or a, uh, a, cer- a certain Coors. Yeah. We're in there. Sarah, me, Jim, Emily. That's awesome. We're man. dipping our butts in the Coors <laughs> recipe. Congratulations. Because then it says like 200 feet, get out. You got to, you know, ditch out. Because and, this is what goes to because Coors. Because you're going into the... The bottling it, facility? It literally is going into their, their plant. That's like, crazy. You see the commercials. You yeah. hear the story, you know. But my, buddy, my buddy was imitating that guy. He said that it's Sam Elliott. <laughs> he's like, he's like, cause I was talking about tombstone mm-hmm. and he's like, Oh yeah. A movie. He's like, yeah. Sam Elliott does a voice for Coors. And he's just like, Coors, Coors. <laughs> like just the way he does it. Coors. How great of a job is that? Just be like, Hey, read this. Okay. 
Right. Just read shit and get six-figure paychecks. Unbelievable. The Rocky Mountains are beautiful standard and country. Water flows free at like a free American. <laughs> That's why drink. we take that fresh water and make it into a drink that helps you tolerate the realities of life. <laughs> Sometimes makes you... When the mountain on the can is blue, Pat's ass was in there. <laughs> Coors. Drink this. It makes you do stupid shit, but <laughs> keeps you going. Coors. Coors. Drink 24 of them at a time, just like Dad used to. Coors. <laughs> it does make you want to have Coors, though. I mean, it's by the there. coolest, yeah. And the banquet, the banquet beer kind of made a comeback this year. And then I see, um, uh, uh, what's his face? Johnny and Cobra Kai drinks the banquets. Oh, does he? You know, those bottles. They, uh-huh. They, uh, they have the that little classic, minis. like the, the barrel the barrel look. Yeah. Um, and so you have that gear in town, too, the Coors T-shirts. And sure. Colorado's really great with their merch. Yeah. Oh, you I'm, notice that? Like the state stuff? like the Absolutely. Like our state flag, our logo. Like you imagine like an Illinois shirt, like, oh, dude, sweet Illinois hat. No, Colorado yeah. shit is like, well, it's we do great. a great job with the city of Chicago, right? Like yeah, you got Chicago's that flag good. on everything, but they just merchandise the entire state. And they're, they're just good at like, it. yeah, very well. We were leaning in on that because um, my buddy and I were talking about, dude, this stuff is so great. Meanwhile, the Rockies, their logo sucks. <laughs> it's like awful. Those colors, they're really bad. You know, purple and black, like the mountains. He was like, what? dude, you never hear someone like, dude, sweet Rockies jersey. Like, why well, you give me one of those? But at the time, like when expansion teams came out when we were kids, did you, like I had a Florida Panthers jacket. If it was a new team, I didn't give a shit. Oh, oh yeah. I hated all really? that stuff. Oh, you were wrong. Really? Oh, I thought Anytime that they were like new, not even legitimate. The Christmas I got an Anaheim Mighty Ducks starter jacket was the best Christmas of them all. I mean, when you think expansion team, you do think Colorado Rockies. I think like... Timberwolves. Yeah, Florida Marlins. Florida Marlins. Yeah, sometimes. But those expansion teams, I remember like hearing that, like, what? Yeah. They're adding teams. You can just do that. You can just add teams to baseball. But then you look back and they were doing it all along. Yeah. You know? We just didn't know it yet. I mean, how funny would that have been? Like back in the day, like, uh, what are we, who are we playing today? <laughs> Red Sox. Again? Yeah, it's just us and the Red Sox. <laughs> we got to add more teams. Nope, no, nope, people aren't going to like it in the 1990s. I mean, hockey, what, is original six? Yeah, original six teams. Six teams. Yeah, so you just, and they were not close together. Right. It's like, okay, when's your next game? A uh, week from Wednesday. We have to take a train to Edmonton. Can we rifle through those? Chicago, Montreal. Detroit. Detroit, Boston. Boston. I don't know. Uh, Toronto. Oh, was it Toronto? Think? I think it could be. Uh, and probably a New York team. I was wondering if it'd so be the, the Rangers Islanders or the oh the Rangers. I would go with Rangers. All right. I don't know if a Toronto is is accurate. I don't know that it is either, but I think the Rangers would be. Let's get in here. There's a bunch of hockey fans real mad at us right now. Man, you nailed it. We got them. Yeah, Hawks, Red Wings, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Montreal Canadiens, the Boston Bruins, and the New York Rangers. Well done. There we sir. go. Whew. Well done. Well, I am older than you. Eh, you are, my friend. Yeah, the um, the Colorado experience, though, getting back to that, phenomenal. Red Rocks was like a, kind of a out-of-body experience. I can't even. Before we get into Red Rocks, because I think that's really important, I want to hear all about this. Can we circle back to the runaway truck Oh yeah, things on the on the mountains. Yeah, have you ever because seen the the t- scariest things in the world to me? I think I saw one that. used one time. Did you really? 
I was, uh, was it the trail end of it? I think I myself was in a haze. Like, am I seeing this? Am I not? But yeah, that does, it freaks you out, right? Yeah, it's unreal. It's just like, oh, because trucks can just go off the rails and just not be able to stop. Is lose control. So what do we do? We just put them on a, a ramp. <laughs> we, ju we just propel them into the sky. That's how we fix this. It's just a ditch road. Not our like fault a, anymore, but they go upward, right? It's like a carnival game. It's yeah. like the escape hatch. <laughs> it, really it really is. is. And they go up, but the, it's, I think the illusion is they go up, but uh -huh. they're really going like through up and through because it's sand. I think you get just oh, stuck. Really? You know what I mean? Okay. So it's like, we're going to... You're not going to die, but this is going to be a horrifying experience. That makes more sense because I really thought they just like went up and then like swung back down. No, and if you go in that thing, you're screwed and they are fined. Like that's because you're going too fast. Like you screwed up. Like, yeah, yeah. you saved your life, but you're like, you know, you got a call the, to get towed out oh, of you're there. Stuck. Oh, they, they got you like know, spike strips. Spitting, standing, <laughs> just, I'm, I made it. I'm alive, but I got to get you can't. stuck. Just spitting dirt out of your, f and then they're like, "You are okay. We'll come get you, but you, it's gonna. We'll be there in five hours, and you. It's ten thousand dollar fine. That's insane. Because we have to rebuild the mound. We have to rebuild the escape hatch. And you can't just back out. It's like the. Uh, it's like the car rental spots at the airports. You, you're not allowed to back your way out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like pulling into a cul-de-sac and like, oh, okay, sorry My about bad. that. Sorry, everybody. Get back on the road here. No, I think you are screwed. Is there like a biggest law on the road that you'll break? What do you mean, like the biggest law? Like uh, the other day, I was very close to actually doing one of those U turns at an illegal U turn place. Oh, right. And I felt like if there were less people on the road, I would have. And I think that'd be the like the biggest law. I'd be like, yeah, I'm comfortable. Like if I had to do it and get a ticket, if it was going to save me a lot of time, I passed yeah. an exit. You know what I mean? And it was like 25 miles until the next one. And if I was in a rush, because that's 50 minutes, you know? Right. Like, that's a big difference. And if I if I was in more oh, of a rush man. to my show, that's the word. I would have done it. No, I was in Indiana. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I was on uh, 65. And um, But, it, like, like, is there a biggest law that you're like, yeah, this is, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there are some that you just kind of like, sometimes I kind of act like I forgot. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think I can do a U-turn 50 feet. Like, gotta be, what's the rule? Like, you have to be 50 feet from an intersection? to do and then there's like the um oh, I can't change that. lanes when you're yeah. in the middle of the street in, in the middle of an intersection in the middle of an intersection i try not to do that one what about the uh sometimes a solid white line on the yeah. highway you're just I mean, like come oh, on. during the i pass lanes and shit and you gotta get over i think if i had to take the written test right now i'm terrified by how i would do <laughs> You know what I mean? Like if you had to just go back and just take a written driver's test right now, you think you'd still be, you th I, I think you'd still ace it. You're a, I think after two in the morning, stop signs are optional. I absolutely. I just, no, I'm joking. <laughs> not true at I all. Um, no, I don't know. I, I, I'm not like the most careful driver, no. but I am pretty careful. Yeah. But I mean, do you think you would still, if you had to take the written right now, no prep or anything, you think you'd. I'd get a C. I think I'd be right in that same boat. Like, you can drive, but barely. <laughs> I think that's what they'd say. You like, can, yeah, it checks out. Good. So I'm good to Uber. <laughs> I can Uber? Yeah, yeah. You can Uber. Thank you. That's all I want to do <laughs> is pick people up at the airport. Just drive people places. Sometimes, dude, like, I got an Uber today, and it's, you know, I don't know. It is such a weird thing. <sighs> it's a gamble, like, isn't it? Is this guy vaccinated? Is he like the car's a mess? Yeah, it's not that you know. Yeah, he was very talkative. 
uh, seemed intelligent and, uh, you know, kind of with it, you know, yeah. it was a nice conversation, but it's like, why am I in this guy's car? You know, I, but you gotta be nice to him cause they rate you too now. Right. You gotta be nice to old boy and be like, no, I like this. Is this, what kind of garbage bag is this over the window? What kind of, is this hefty? <laughs> this is nice. They're flipping, uh, that gig prop, prop gig thing, uh, gig worker thing in California. Are they? Uh, what was that prop? What is it? 22 or something? I don't know what that means, but it sounds like they're going to have to treat their employees like humans. There you go. God, I think the worst ride I've ever been on from an airport was in Mexico where a guy had a lawn chair where his driver's seat should be. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. But we didn't even like notice it until we're in the vehicle and you're already away from the airport and it's like, all right, well, we got to. Can't really do anything else now, you know. And the lawn chair wasn't in great shape either. Like it was bolted <laughs> in there, but not well. You know what I mean? Like the the green and white things on the back had big holes. The the weave wasn't tight. You know what I'm talking about? That's, that is so great. It was a it was a lawn chair just sitting. You know what? Armrests. I'd like to work down in Mexico, sitting in a lawn chair all day. That's what I'd like to do. I mean, it sounds like a great gig. Like, what do you do? I just uh, I'm in Mexico, and I sit in a lawn chair all day. That's all, all day. I do. <laughs> You do? Yeah. You get paid for that? Well, through Uber. Yeah. I Uber in a lawn chair all day. Yeah. My daiquiri and the cup holder. It's great. Oh, dude. How, what, like, what's the story of where's the seat? No clue. And we weren't going to ask a lot of questions. We just wanted to get to the destination. You know what I mean? And just get out. Did it recline? It did not. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> question. Like <laughs> it was the little one, but it was the like pole, the metal. The back was like in the back seat. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. So, okay, let's get into Red Rocks. Cause first of all, can we just do a quick trip recap? Can I ask you that? Because you were gone for 11 nights. Is that correct? Yeah, this is a long one. Longest yeah. one that I'll probably have to do for the year. Is uh, this the longest trip you've done on tour? It ties it. Really? Not, not on tour, but I for, um, dude, I had a time when I had an 11 night, just my own stuff. Okay. And it was, um, but not related to the Sebastian tour. We usually always go home during the week. Sure. And this one, we kind of, we could have technically, but we were in Vail Sunday night. Yeah. And then we had Red Rocks on Wednesday. Oh, man. So it was great. Sarah came out. Absolutely. So Sarah came out Sunday, met us in Denver, came up the mountain with us, um, and then it, it kind of blended into the vacation. That's where you caught up with us last week when yeah. we were in Vail. That's right. So then, um, yeah, Red Rocks was just, after we went tubing and, Got our act together. We got there probably like 4 o'clock, 4.30, just to kind of take it in. Day of the show. Day of the show. How far is it from Vail? Um, so coming down from Vail into Denver was like an hour and a half. Okay. You know, just shy of two hours. And then Red Rocks, is it in Denver? It's in Morrison, Colorado, just outside of Denver, okay. like 20 minutes. Like a suburb. Yeah, basically. Like an Oak Lawn. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Even closer, like a bur like a. It's like, like going to... The World Music Theater. Yeah. You okay. know, out, you're out in yeah. Tinley. You live Not in Chicago. The city, but yeah. Yeah. Different okay. view, different experience. Yeah. But um, similar vibe. Okay. You know, outdoor and yeah. uh, typically music. I mean, this is where they go. And everybody there, it's funny, the people that live there, it's like, oh, we love coming here. Like, sure. It's normal that they're there. Absolutely. They have shows all the time. They're constantly having shows. I believe that. Uh, they don't always have comedy. So stand up there is not as you know, as common. It's so insane. now is it a ticketed event still? Oh yeah. And so, I mean, are, are there rafters? Are there seats? Does it launch like my Mexican Uber? It's all this pavilion and okay. the stage is at the bottom. Oh, so it's very awesome. much like a, um, 
Alpine Valley. Coliseum feeling like yeah. you're like, uh, you know, walking out there. They're, they're hovering over you. That That's a different experience. Like this, Man, the funny thing about the Red Rock stage, dude, it's like a foot off the ground. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you're level with these people and that goes immediately up. Like never wow. seen an amphitheater like pitch like that. Yeah. It's steep. Um, the, all the seating is bench, bench seating. Okay. And I was um, looking at some history of it. It's, it was all hand carved out of rock. This is a, was built by the government as part of like the new deal. And really, yeah, it was uh, a public works project. Basically okay. it had been a theater in the past, I think, but it's a state or, f or um, federal or national park. Whatever. Okay. It's open to the public. Like you can go there. They have a museum there. Um, and then at a certain point, I think for shows, they close it down and try and clear it out a little bit. Now the people that come in, there's just like a road that you park on the side of the road. Wow. It's it's crazy. I think they have some parking lots, but and it you seems park like ten thousand people. Ten thousand people. There's like five thousand cars on the side of the road. The average guy that was telling us the average walk after you park at Red Rocks is a mile and a half to two I'm out. Two and a half miles to, to get to your seat. That's incredible. And um, you know, it's it's really something to see just to just to be there. You know, and people go there for shows, but people also go there just to do, you know, they have like Sunday yoga there Yeah, and they have, um, you know, it's open. Like I said, you can just go there. So we got there, checked it out. Um, a lot of, a lot of people there, you know, more than, uh, you know, it's typically just pretty small group, the tour. Sure. But this was like, you know, agents, managers, friends, family. I mean, this is a huge I mean, deal. As much dude. as you could be with the COVID stuff because they're tightening all that stuff up backstage and, and doing all that. So it was just, uh, it was huge. You know, when the crew is excited to be there, you're like, wow, this is special. Yeah. Right. Um, and we just enjoyed being in, in Colorado. We had friends there. We got to hang with them afterwards. That's awesome. Crowd there was amazing. Um, and then into Reno and Las Vegas again, oh boy, going from Red Rocks to Reno. That's an experience. That was a rinse. Yeah. That was a definite <laughs> rinse. We really talked is. about Red Rocks while we were in Reno. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just, Kind of recapped. Whoa. Meanwhile, the shows were a ton of fun there. Yeah, I could imagine. They were a lot of fun. But what changed was we were going to go to Reno and then like, you know, chill sure. and fly out to Vegas Friday. We didn't. We ended didn't up to flying that. to Vegas right after Reno. So it was like, you know, getting up that morning after Red Rocks. I mean, I think I was with Sarah and uh, the, our friends until like, yeah. you know, it was 2.30 in the morning. I, I was getting picked up at 5.30 Ooh. and then went into Reno and we didn't stay there. I did have a room. Sure. Caught up a little bit on sleep, did the shows. Then we flew to Vegas and we got into Vegas at like, you know, three in the morning. Uh, and that's a place where you can sleep easily. You know, yeah. if there's a place where like, I'm going to catch up on my Z's it's Las Vegas, Nevada. So yeah, I had a hard time sleeping in Las Vegas, but Ooh. great shows after doing what we were doing, kind of some of these bigger venues, the theater at the, at the win is, um, intimate, you know, yeah. that's why we're doing four shows and it's just, it was a blast there. I was, uh, dude, I referenced like high school and some guy yelled out, Marist, Jesus. which is so ridiculous. <laughs> so it's it was like, from your oh, high man, school at the win in Vegas. That's amazing. So yet in the last night we end up back on a, a mountain, mountain okay. winery. And dude, this was an outdoor show. This place was beautiful. And there was a legend on hand, legend. And I'm going to hot dog him for you. Um, see what you come up with this. Shoeless, Wyoming. Shoeless, Wyoming. All right. That's going to be 
uh, that boy from the mountain. <laughs> uh, was he was he shoeless while he was running? Uh, Joe Montana. That kid had survival skills. Joe Montana, oh, dude. Oh, Joe Montana. Perfect hot dog. How many Super Bowls? Ah, uh, five. Four. Four. I over I, I overstated <laughs> the legend. That's incredible. I was excited. Holy shit. That's like, I mean, that's a Wando, but that's a big oh, one. A huge Wando. That's a, I got to say. Like, absolutely. What was, uh, was and he it's there just in funny, like how much more excited I am for this stuff than Sebastian mm -hmm. is. <laughs> I believe it. Like he's, you know, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, and you're like, this like, is Joe Montana. Like, dude, literally the show is about to start. Yeah. And it's like, they're not making it like because they didn't get up the mountain like it's just oh yeah yeah so it's like yeah it's not gonna happen who's they who was he, he with? was with um here he was with hedgehog jesus's mom uh a little shimmy a little italian dance a little <laughs> what do you got for <laughs> hedgehog steve mary steve mary uchi <laughs> uchi I don't know. How do you have to go Uchi? I don't really know that you Coochie? can. Coochie? I think you can. Coo? Uh, Coochie Coo. <laughs> Uchi Coochie Coo. I don't know. That's a perfect one. Hedgehog, uh, Jesus's mom, <laughs> Walla What's your on Steve, Mary? Yeah, Walla Bang and Bang. And he's hanging out with- um, And he's hanging know. out with Shoeless Wyoming. Shoeless Wyoming. That is great, man. Uh, Steve Mariucci and Joe Montana were there. Were they wearing Skechers shape-ups? Did you check? And they were with their wives, who were okay. so nice. Uh -huh. And uh, it's funny. Steve Mariucci is like, dude, my son was at the show in San Diego. He was sitting right behind Phil Mickelson. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. It's hilarious. Your Wando got Wandoed. That's amazing. Yeah, it's hilarious. That's incredible. Dude, uh, what a run. But seeing Joe Montana, I mean, the guy looks great. Yeah. Um, he was very nice. His wife was so, so nice. They were just cool. And- Literally, it was like, see ya, and then, boom, grabbed my coat. I went out there, and they were, I could see them going into their seats. Okay. It was like that. We barely wow. made it. It's like, I want to meet them. Yeah. I mean, I just want to see Joe Montana. That's, I wish you got and to Sebastian's circle back like, with them Hey, after. we're about to, the show is about to start. Like, come on. I go, dude, <laughs> Joe, Montana. Joe Montana. <laughs> And he's like looking at me like, mm -hmm. we're working. I'm, I sold this place out. And he's right, this but it's is, Joe Montana. I'm like, I know, but the catch. Are you kidding me? He's here. This isn't Joe Montana. This isn't the Saturday Night Live bit. This isn't Joe Montana. This is the guy. When Lindsay told me um, that Joe Montana was coming, mm -hmm. I was, I was going to say it's, it's Montana. <laughs> but then I was like, no, we're going to be in the Bay Area, right? That's I awesome, forgot. man. Like you almost... You know, so I was like, that does add up. Joe Montana's coming. I kind of like that he hangs out with a with an NFL coach too. You know what I mean? Like it's just it, there's something just nice about the fact that like these people really do enjoy each other after. Yeah, it was a funny to see them together. together. Yeah, they look awesome. But I was looking back, like, because I went to his uh, Wikipedia page. Uh huh. You know, and and not that you forget, but there was no one bigger when we were yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. Nobody. Uh, not at like, all. Like what he did in the eighties. Late 80s or throughout the 80s. Yeah. Like when and he then went even to the in the 90s, it was like, holy shit. Yeah. And that's the early 90s. Yeah. I mean, he was like, you know, sportsman of the year, the MVP of the NFL, the MVP of the Super Bowls, you know, I think three of them. Absolutely. And uh, the, the comebacks and yeah. hosting Saturday Night Live yeah. and the commercials and, you know, Joe Montana. Yeah. And the women loved him. I, it was like, you know, he crossed over. It was, 
Absolutely. Was not a bigger star in football than Joe Montana in the 80s. Oh, man, that's incredible. Yeah, it was cool to, uh, cool to meet him. Are there, like, other, like, is he, were they the only ones? Were there other celebrities there that were just dwarfed by Montana at that particular show? Not that I knew of. Okay. Maybe. I, I wasn't... Uh, Do you ever just look out and see people that you recognize without knowing that they're going to be there? Because I imagine that happens yes. a lot, too. Yeah, dude. I did a show um, open for Sebastian at the Greek Theater, which is uh, sure. an outdoor thing in LA, beautiful place. And I didn't know at all. And honestly, as I'm doing the set, uh-huh. it's like, oh, there's, you know, they're from Real Housewives, like three of them. Unreal. And then I look to my right. Oh, there's John Tesh. <laughs> 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 John Tesh was just like, and you're registering it as your, yeah, you know, it's the guy who made the NBA and NBC jingle. I think that's what is funny. Like, you know, when they're there and you don't know, but sometimes you do know, right? Like coach K. Sure. I will. I did look at just a couple of times to see if they were, if yeah. they're into it, you yeah. know, you don't, but you don't, I don't, don't stare like at you're staring. Either. It's a total mm-hmm. glance. And then, uh, um, yeah, sometimes God. you do see some people out there. I can't even, like, if I know someone who's at a show, I don't want to look at, like, if they're in the front row, I just look over them the whole time. Right. <laughs> I couldn't imagine if it was, like, Phil Mickelson, if it was Lefty, you know, or, some, or Joe Montana. You get tuned up a little bit, right? You're just like, oh, wow, I want to make sure that I'm, yeah. but it's almost better not to, to know or think about oh, it. It's better to find out afterwards. Sure. Right? I but, wish you just got to circle back with them after and be like, huh? Ah. Well, that's the thing too. It's better when you meet them after, mm-hmm. you know, cause they don't know who the hell sure. I am, but it's funny to, um, to think about, uh, um, like a curb scene of, you know, going out, like say when De Niro was there, like mm-hmm. radio city, like, wouldn't that be funny? Like if you're, you're watching him <laughs> and he's not laughing, <laughs> like everyone is enjoying it. And but all you, just you see, see is Robert De Niro just straight facing. There's you. always someone that's not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And that's usually who we see. Right? Always the person you it's focus always on. Always the one that you focus on. So I think that would be a funny. It has such a curb vibe though. Yeah. Like you're excited. Like you have your, your, uh, <laughs> just look Michael up. Jordan, you know, he's finally like, what? He's, <laughs> Or if you didn't even know he was coming, and then you see him out there. <laughs> Is there a scariest like, celebrity that could be in your audience? I mean, I, it probably would be yeah. someone like that. I would go Joe Pesci. Really? That dude scares the shit out of me and wouldn't laugh, I feel like. He'd just be like, yeah, come on. Yeah, I would think Pesci. De Niro's up But you want to sure. please him, too, though? Wouldn't yeah. it be someone that you want to please? Sure, you want to make anyone laugh, but right. that dude just, yeah, I think it would be Pesci. But you're out to please Pesci. Ah, someone super angry, right? Someone who's known for, like, not... Do you ever write a, a bit smile? and be like, oh, Pesci would love Pesci this? Pesci would love this. I should. I don't, but now that's my new barometer for any joke I write. What would Joe think about this one? Does, does this pass the Pesci challenge? Yeah, you would be scared about that, huh? I think I, I think would. Sebastian has a... Uh, a Sebastian story that uh, about Pesci that's uh, around that theme. Really? I'll, I'll let him tell it to you. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, I think sometimes people are naturally intimidating, right? But do they think that and that's why they're intimidating? Or have they just always been that way? Like, do they think people... Is that what we project uh, on them? Yeah, 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 probably, for sure, right? With someone like Pesci specifically, it's just because of his, you know, the roles he's played in movies and TV and shit where, you know, funny like a clown, you know what I mean? Like that type of stuff, and then he beats the shit out of people. That's probably where it comes from. Nothing he really did in real life. Those are the scariest people to me, the scariest character, the um, most disturbing are the ones that are fucking around with you. Yeah. 
And I'm sorry. I just talked to my mom the other day and she said, you know, some of the swearing is <sighs> not so necessary. She's right. That was one. She's right. I, know? I mean, I do it a lot. I think I've been pretty good this episode, but I apologize if I haven't. I told her, hey, I've been swearing more and I just, I've been talking about it in the act is I'm, I'm swearing more. Yeah. Everyone is. We're on edge. So yeah. we could, I'm going to leave it in there. Okay. All right. But I'm also going to, you know, mom, I'm sorry. We'll be better. All right. We'll be better. Talk to Jim. Be great to swear right here. This is great. Fucking <laughs> <Talk to> love <laughs> it. I'm sorry. This is began. Please don't listen to that part. No. So anyway, um, those people that are messing around, laughing, and then they like flip on a dime. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> that rattles you, right? Absolutely. That's big in the uh, the mafia uh, movies. Those characters, they have that like, hey, bust some ball, and then on a dime. Just switch. Boom. I was just talking to someone who told me that uh, Polly Walnut's brother- is oh. <laughs> I love that you had that queued up. I forgot all about that being there. It's beautiful. Uh, Polly Walnut's brother, um, he is a pastor. Oh, really? And like they went to see him in like Michigan, and he sounds like Polly, but he does his he does everything in Latin. Really? Yeah, he like does full Latin masses. Does he have the wings? I don't know that he does. Oh wow! I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, his name is uh, Joey Walnuts. That's the only people going to church are. We don't really go, <laughs> but this is Sirico's. Talks in Latin. It's his brother. It is Sirico. Great call. Tony Sirico. Tony Sirico's brother. I forget his name. Yeah. the um, That would be a reason I would go. Hell Check yeah. that out. Hell yeah. All right. What else do we have? Any? Uh... We don't have any new reviews, Pat, but I think the news the Brimleys have been waiting for is out now. So uh, I'm sure some people have already gone online and started purchasing their tickets while they're listening. So be next. October 3rd, 4 p.m., Zanies in Chicago. Yeah, get to dannydid.org and get the tickets. 4 o'clock on the 3rd of October at Zanies in Old Town. It's going to be a great time, man. We're going to, like I said, we'll get a guest, play some games. We're going to have uh, a lot of fun. I would love to get some reviews. You know, I yeah. check in there sometimes. Like, hey, what's going on with the reviews? He's been on the road. He's lonely. He'd it's, love to get some friendly it's, conversation. It's a busy time for people. I Very get it. Busy. It's back to school. Everyone's getting, uh, you know, we got our back to school day Wednesday. Yeah, you do. Uh, so we'll be putting our names on things tonight. <laughs> That's the move. I forgot all about that. Put your name on that. Just McGann. But there's three of them. So do you put first name? Do you go all of it? Um, yeah, it varies. Now they can do it themselves. Yeah. So it's kind of great. Do you have to make uh, book jackets? Do you, have to, no. do you have to take your old Jewel Osco bags? No, I don't think we do that. I think okay. they have their own. Yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah, I could like never really do Not that well. Good. Like and wrapping I put a present. my name on that, and then by day four, it was just like shredded in the bottom <laughs> of my book bag. <laughs> right. Just like recycled Jewel Osco <laughs> cardboard. Or you put it on there, and then you forget which one it is. <laughs> like, I got to identify this one. Which book is this? It's awesome. Did you um, talk about wrapping a present? Did you watch Hard Knocks at all? I have not yet. Is oh, it good? A, they have a contrived scene in there about wrapping presents. <laughs> it comes Reality off TV it, shows with it, fake scenes. It comes off a little bit structured now, yeah. you know. Um, but I've always enjoyed Hard Knocks, and I didn't even realize they were doing it this year. But they're doing the Dallas Cowboys, and there's a couple good storylines. But anyway, they now that I know Joe Montana, I'm trying to watch football stuff, so <laughs> okay. I have something to talk about with my friends. All right. With Mariucci Look, and Joe. Oh, I'm so sick of this already. <laughs> uh, how many more months is this tour? And I'm getting into golf, too, oh, Phil. I can't wait for this to be are over. You, are you tuning in? <laughs> that would be great if they were. What if they were? And they're like, you know what? I was, and you're kind of a dick. <laughs> kind of a- Liked your stuff. 
at the at the show, I was talking to Mariucci's son about what does Shoeless Wyoming mean. <laughs> yeah, why you call me Shoeless Wyoming? It's Joe Montana. You know my name. I went to Notre Dame. Come on. You don't like that? You told me I was an icon. I'm the South Side of Chicago. Unbelievable. Respect me. <laughs> All right. So yes, come to the live recording. Get the tickets. Uh, going to a great cause. Um, other than that, anything you want to plug coming up, Jimmy? I'm back in LaGrange this Wednesday with our friends at All That Good Stuff. The Farm. The Farm. You know the one. And, and it's uh, at Elm. Yeah, it's at the Elm. And then uh, really my tour of the western suburbs continues. I'm in uh, Elgin the following night, and uh, I've got some private stuff this weekend. What about you? Where are you at? Beautiful. I am uh, actually I'm going back west. The Nobody Does This Tour is hanging out west. We're going uh, to the San Diego area. On Friday, a couple shows in Temecula, and then Santa Barbara. Love Santa it. Barbara. <laughs> How do you, uh, wasn't there a uh, soap opera, Santa Barbara? I believe there was. Well, I'll be living in the soap opera this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Back Monday for another in-person recording, hopefully, with you. Let's do this. All right, Brims, have a lovely week. Uh, enjoy the back to school if you're not already doing that. We will uh, return for episode 96 to close out the month of Augusto. <laughs> Nailed that. Uh, DannyDid.org, and we'll see you in October.